Welcome to episode 49 of the Roger Snipe Show. The Roger Snipes Show. Yes, welcome back once again. Yes, yes. Episode 49. Wow, wow. Anyways, yeah, so what's happening? What's happening recently? We've got this. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is not fitness related or even health. It's <laughs> the presidential debate. I don't know if anybody has been watching it, but uh, it was uh, streamed live about 21 hours ago. I've only seen a, a bit of it and I need to sit down, <laughs> sit down and watch the rest. It is just hilarious. I'm not going to go into it. I'm not a political person, but I'm literally just watching the debate just for entertainment purposes. There is about 68,000 comments on that YouTube video. It's insane. <laughs> but sorry, sorry. Deepest apologies about that. <laughs> Let's bring it back. So um, today's guest is my good friend, Tim, Tim Gray, who is the founder and CEO of the Health Optimization Summit. Um, we're going to get a bit more into that in a moment. But uh, first of all, I just want to have a little chit chat, a little chit chat. I had been uh, working on a couple of things recently, and one of them was um, I was editing a video earlier today for Bioptimizers, a nice cool video. And literally, I'd been working on it for the entire day from morning until evening, literally writing off anything else in my path, anything that wanted my attention, I just wrote it off. I'm like, nope, haven't got time for you. And I just continued on with what I was doing because I just had this, this just master plan, creative thought process when, when piecing this video together. And then <laughs> my laptop started to run low on space. So I started to delete a few things and then I went back to my uh, uh, video, uh, sorry, my uh, editing suite, and then it just basically wiped everything off there. Everything that I'd been working on. <sighs> I can't explain how emotional I felt. I don't know if you've ever had that before, where you've been working so long on something and then it just gets deleted somehow. It just... It just vanishes. Whatever you're working on, it just vanishes. And you stop breathing for a little bit and your temperature raises. And <laughs> my gosh, I can't find words. So I, I just had to slowly close down the, uh, the editing suite. I slowly closed my laptop and I got up and uh, just went for a little walk around the house deep breath, <laughs> drank some water, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do something else, pretend it never happened, so uh, this, <laughs> this is what I'm doing right now, recording this podcast after that happened, um, so I want to make a couple of mentions, first one is a company called Defender Shield, they specialize in EMF protective equipment, 
um yeah so they, they've designed and created like the most effective emf radiation shielding technology um which is really cool i myself i use their headphones and also i've got their uh, fanny pack <laughs> um so the headphones itself is emf radiation free uh what do they call it they call it the air tube earbud headphones so they kind of hang from your ears uh, through a kind of rubber tube. It's really cool, really cool. And obviously protected from the radiation. And the great thing about it as well is it blocks up to 99% of EMF radiation up to 0 to 10 gigahertz. And this pretty much encompasses all the frequencies used in the current 5G network. But this is just one of the items. They've got so many different EMF protecting equipment. I wouldn't even know where to start. I know they've got things for your laptop. Um, they've got a book which is uh, Radiation Nation. I haven't read through all of that, but that one looks pretty good from the uh, bullet points that I've read through. They've got protective cases for your phone. And obviously they have the um, the the hip bag or the fanny pack, which uh, is what I use when I'm going for a jog or uh, when I'm cycling. Um, yeah, I believe they've also got um, blue light blocking glasses on the website and lots of bits and pieces. So definitely check them out. So their website is defendershield.com and use coupon code SNIPES20 and get yourself 20% off. That website link again is defendershield.com and use coupon code SNIPES20 for 20% off. So the next mention I wanna make is for my app, which is now out, and I've had some incredible feedback on the app. Um, it's 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 amazing. There's there's so many downloads happening at the moment, and so many people that are sharing videos as well on social media, which is fantastic. So if you want to be a part of my community who has also downloaded my app, then definitely check it out. So. Everything that I have on there is based on everything that I do. So things around diet and nutrition. Um, if you're interested in fat loss tips, uh, muscle building tips, all different types of training systems. Um, I basically explain my philosophies and things that have worked for me and my clients over the years. I also talk about biohacks and different sorts of health optimization. I'm able to go into lots of detail on the app um, as opposed to on my social media. Obviously with social media, I can give little bits and pieces here and there. Whereas with the app, I can go into more detail. So if you are interested and definitely check it out, visit my uh, website, which is www.rogersnipes.app and uh, yeah, sign up. Okay, so today's guest, as I said, goes by the name of Tim Gray, who's a good friend of mine, man. Good friend of mine. When did we meet? I can't even remember. It's, um, I don't know. It's been about four or five years. <laughs> it's, it's been, it's been, it's been a number of years now. And, um, I think we met, it's one of those because when you're in a similar space, somehow you get to meet other people in a similar space. So if you are into 
like property investment, you end up meeting other property investors. If you're an entrepreneur, you end up meeting other entrepreneurs. And obviously, we're both into biohacking. And um, I didn't really know that it was actually called biohacking, in all fairness, until uh, maybe only a, a few years ago when I really started to divulge into it. But uh, yeah, it, it was one of those where I'd been sharing my journey um, on social media. And I think one of the things which caught Tim's attention on my page was when I was talking about red light therapy. And he actually reached out and asked me whether I had tried um, hyperbaric oxygen, uh, if I've tried a hyperbaric oxygen chamber and I hadn't. And I was like, that sounds interesting. I wouldn't mind giving it a go. And he happened to own one or co-owned one at the time. So he invited me down to the clinic where it was. And um, yeah, I went down to check it out. And it was it was an incredible experience. It was very different, put it that way. It was like, you know, sitting in a, a glass tube um uh, yeah and uh yeah you got this oxygen that is switched on just yeah it it, it was very different <laughs> it was very different in fact i started to feel a little bit um uncomfortable it felt like it was my ears were gonna pop i had to i had to tap on the glass and speak to the gentleman who is uh controlling the machine and I was like, yeah, could you just ease the pressure a bit? I feel like my ears uh, are going to explode. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he he turned the pressure down a bit and it was cool. But when I had finished and I'd left the uh, center, the clinic or whatever you want to call it, I just went on with my day and I felt quite vibrant. Yeah, I felt full of energy. It was really cool. And then um, I think maybe a number of weeks after me and Tim finally met up and uh, it was cool man it was really good really good I think we went to get a little something to eat from a place called Planet Organic which had like lots of organic stuff and just I don't know it was like uh it was exciting it's like when a kid goes to a playground it had like all the you know, when you're really into fit stuff, you know, fit food, fit supplements, and just everything to do with fitness, it's, it was it was really nice. So we sat down and chat and shared some, um, like, mutual interests, really. And then um, from there, we just kind of, you know, we hung out, went to a few places like Banya, you know, this uh, Russian spa place. Where, where he also invited a couple of other people, sat down, had some fun. It was really cool, man. Really cool. We've had some great times. And uh, we should be planning to have another Banya session at some point soon. Hopefully after all this madness finishes. And um, and I need to get him in the gym as well. Because he's looking a little bit on the slim side. I think he said he's weighing about 66 kilos now. Which is progress progress for him which is cool which is cool so tim gray is the uk's leading biohacker and he's the founder of the health optimization summit a psychology specialist serial entrepreneur and successful businessman 
Tim founded and invested in multiple seven-figure businesses, including several digital marketing agencies and London's first private hyperbaric oxygen clinic. Now, after seven years self-healing his body from chronic health conditions through biohacking alone, Tim embarked on a mission to educate and empower the masses. As such, he created the Health Optimization Summit, Europe's largest health conference, which aims to provide people with the knowledge, tools, and resources to take their own health and performance to the next level. The summit is a world-first collaboration between the US-based Health Titans, Bulletproof Biohacking Conference, and Paleo FX, which showcases the best speakers from the health, biohacking, fitness, longevity, nutrition, and function, and preventative medicine spaces. Tim is also the man behind the Biohacker London Meetup Group, a growing global community which laid the foundation in the UK for the summit's success. Let's bring on Tim Gray. My man, Tim, how you doing, bro? I'm good. I'm good, mate. I'm good. Yeah. It's been too long, man. Too long. This I've is seen you. when world pandemics happen and stuff and we can't get out of the house. <laughs> and that's true, man. We ain't been banya. We normally go there, sit in the sauna, chat about some new technology that we have. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Bring I know. Some I, know. I, was talking about, I was talking about booking a banya in a few weeks' time. So it's like, uh, perhaps we should do it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Make sure you hit me up about that. So you've been jet setting, going all over the place, even during the pandemic. What are you immune? Like, what's what's the secret, man? What's what's going on? Back <laughs> in uh, when you spent when you spend ten years of your life optimizing your health. Um, yeah, I guess you look at the world differently, opposed to the people that are panicking. But I mean, no one's completely immune, obviously. But you gotta. It's about minimizing the risks and doing what you have to do to minimize the risks. And that's all I've been doing. But yeah. uh, 10 weeks across Europe, in and out of all the different zones. I trained, I flew into Germany and then trained across Europe to Amsterdam, Rotterdam, Frankfurt, Munich, Stuttgart, uh, Venice, which was empty because there's no tourists there, obviously. So it was ridiculously cheap, like 30 euros a night for the hotel. Which is just really? Oh, man. And then round mm. to Twister and then down to Croatia, Pula and then down to Zadar, and then back to Pula, and then back to Italy, and then back to Germany, and then to Budapest, and then home, and that was 10 weeks. Incredible, During man. Lockdown. Say that again? During lockdown. That's amazing. Did you go with your team? I, I swear I saw some people that you, you yeah, said you knew. Like, what's the well, deal? I went over to get some dental work done um, with Dr. Dom over in Stuttgart. I mean, he's obviously my friend, so I spend a lot of time with him and his family anyway. Mm. Um, I flew in to get uh, to see him and then it's like we postponed the summit because of corona so we pushed it out to the end of January um, and I thought well actually I've got a pause I've got a pause button right now where I've got you know a couple of months where I didn't have before and full-on since the last summit last September all the way through till till then uh, so I hadn't had a minute off of work so I just thought I'm gonna take this opportunity and have an extra week in Europe but then that was another week and another week and another week. And I, I mean, I could have kept on going in all honesty, but um, yeah, I had to come back. 
end up running out of cash if you're not careful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fairly expensive, but uh, mm. I think um, I've got a lot of friends around Europe, which was nice. So I stayed with quite a few, uh, got some good Airbnbs um, and um, a cabin on the beach for a, for a week or so as well, which was beautiful. But I mean, at the end of the day, there's, you know, I either spend it in London or I spend it in the sea swimming every day and working from a laptop with a cup of coffee. I mean, oh, I, you know, it's a tough, but you know, I gave up my office job three years ago so that I would be able to travel and hang out with the speakers and find the best brands for health and work on my health opposed to working on my stress. <laughs> so, so, I mean, it's, it's kind of paid off at the moment. The only uh, curveball is that the summit obviously was delayed to January as a result of Corona, but it was the right thing to do. Well, we'll come to both. Actually, I want to talk about the, uh, the uh, dental treatment that you had. We'll come to that. And also about the health optimization. But the first thing I want to speak about is um, <clears throat> you had a bit of a journey to start off with. Obviously, on social media, you're known as Tim Biohacker, you know, showing us all these tricks and stuff, like just giving so much education to the world. I'm like, wow, I didn't know that. Like, you just come up with these things. I mean, they're not new, but you, you create it as if it is new. The way you deliver this information is amazing. But I know you haven't always been uh, the health optimizing enthusiast that you are today, um, as, as we all know you. Like, how did your journey start uh, for you to be in a position where you are right now? Yeah. I've, been, <clears throat> I've been in digital marketing for um, pretty much 20 years, over 20 years now. Um, from marketing my own companies in the beauty industry once upon a time um, and I applied psychology to my own website and then to other people's website and had a digital agency so my background is really marketing um, it was quite high stress because I brought several agencies and merged them together so I had a lot of staff over 30 of them and it became really stressful and the more and more work I had the less and less time I had I mean I was waking up at kind of like half seven every day um, working from the moment I woke up on one company and then on another company and then I'd get home at eight or nine, have something to eat and jump into bed. And I was very, very stressed. I was commuting quite a lot. Even though I loved my job, <clears throat> I was burning the candle at both ends. And, you know, the fuel I was putting in wasn't the type of fuel that I eat these days or the type of fuel that you eat. Um, it was pretty crappy food. It was prep most of the time and sandwiches, thinking bacon, lettuce and tomato was healthy. Um, you know, I mean... Uh, you focus on what you need most right and at the time my career was the most important thing to me but essentially I burnt out um, and from that came gut issues kidney stones urinary tract infections pretty much every week which was insane um, prostate issues chronic fatigue brain fog which was the worst because you know when you can't think straight you know everything else is impossible so it got to the point where I was in and out of the doctors all the time, like literally every day, one week. And then it was just, it was enough was enough. And I said to him, what's wrong with me? And he said, well, I can't find anything wrong with you, Tim. But I knew that there was loads of stuff going on. Uh, so I just started researching and that was nearly 10 years ago. So I started researching and figuring out loads of things, doing all the juice, juice diets and gut cleanses and trying supplements before it was really big and fashionable. Um, fashionable. But... Um, yeah, and I did that for five years before I heard about Bulletproof Coffee. And then that was the entryway in for me. I heard about Bulletproof Coffee, tried it out, absolutely loved it. Couldn't believe how amazing it was for my energy and mental clarity. And then um, found out about Dave Asprey 
and his podcast and started listening to that and then researching more and more and more about biohacking. So, I mean, I've been in health optimization for 10 years, nearly uh, biohacking for five years. Um, but I'd learned a lot of cool stuff, you know, five years before most other people had really heard about biohacking and before I'd even knew the label. Um, but yeah, it was just through, I guess, a need because doctors couldn't help me. And um, I just had to figure this stuff out. And this was before there was support groups on Facebook, most of it. So you had to look at forums or blogs and just piece information together. There was no functional medicine doctors as we know them today. Mm. Um, so I really had to figure a lot of this stuff out. And, you know, it's kind of I, my <clears throat> my basis was always if I've got a clear mind and no brain fog, then I can figure everything else out. So I worked on nootropics and mental clarity and all these things that we know today, like anaracetam or methylene blue or, you know, all the, the natural nootropics like I'm, I'm using at the moment, which is Mindscopic, which is actually really, really good. Okay, Mindscopic. Yeah, I mean, uh, more these days, I'm more natural based wherever I can be. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's been a long journey. And I've learned a lot of cool stuff before a lot of other people are in this space. More and more people are popping up into biohacking nowadays. Um, because it's becoming more and more funky and more and more mainstream. But I guess that's, I'm just sharing the knowledge of the things I've learned over the last 10 years. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's your thoughts on the way biohacking is going at the moment? Do you feel it's... Um... Mm, I don't know, like, like when I watch the fitness industry, you know, where you've got supplementation, like whey protein and people with six packs and fake boobs and all that sort of stuff. Um, it's, it's become so saturated with, um, less authenticity. That's my thoughts on that anyway. And, um, a lot of people that are more focused on the exterior than actual health itself. What's your thoughts on the biohacking community? Is it, is it growing in the right direction? Well, I'll tell you first thing on the fitness industry, it's about a lot of it is some people want to look, uh, want to be fit and they want to have more um, energy and increased look better. So that's a visual thing um, and uh, like a visual and actually a self-worth. So some people don't feel enough with the small body. Um, myself included, I mean, I'm working on it. Um, but when it comes to it, the fitness, it's often aesthetic as well. So people care how they look. And sometimes that comes from an insecurity. So therefore, they're always trying to convey that they are something that they're not, which is why Instagram always paints a certain picture of some people. And other people just live it. Some people just feel good. Like I remember when I asked you about your story and you told me about where you came from with lymph about lympho Christie and then how you got into this space which is really inspiring and awesome story but a lot of people get into it from a place of insecurity because they want to feel worth and i think that's the thing about some of the fitness or the bodybuilding industry um in my opinion whereas within the health industry it's slightly different um or the on the biohacking space a lot of people in the biohacking space are either they've been ill and um, it's humbled them a lot <laughs> and they're generally doing anything they can to optimize so that they can feel healthy again because they've been chronically ill um, or two they're an executive or a high performer and they want to be at the top of their game they're a city boy or a trader or working late in a management consultant agency or something and they they need to perform high so i think I think biohacking is growing so much because it can kind of combines all of those things together. Like a lot of 
fitness guys like for instance Chris Gevin um, he I, I love Chris he's amazing and he's obviously a big bodybuilder with a massive history in this space as well um, and when we when we first spoke it was just like he's in it for health from the inside out as well as looking good from the outside in which really resonated with me and I think that's very similar to you Roger in all honesty um, and <clears throat> that incorporates the inside out and the outside in opposed to just the outside caring how we look and not caring on the inside and faking it. And the other thing is, is that biohacking space, a lot of people, most people have very strong integrity and they want to help other people. And therefore integrity is what you do when no one's looking. So Instagram isn't so faked, I think in the biohacking or the health optimizing space because people really have strong integrity. Whereas in the fitness world, I think a lot of people feel trapped behind what they need to appear to be. Um, and, and they're kind of stuck in that. And there's been a few cases where people like, for instance, Ben Bukowski went, hey guys, I was unhappy. I was trying to look the biggest and best the whole time. I pushed myself and pushed myself and I became unhappier and unhappier and unhappier and it came from a place of need. Um, and, and here's where I'm at these days. And he kind of broke through that and he's in the biohacking space and he's becoming more and more mindful. So it shows where biohacking is bringing in that side and the other side. Um, mm. And the other thing is, is that obviously bodybuilders are some of the best biohackers, but they're not in it for health biohacking. They're in it for performance or getting bigger and bigger, using certain chemicals to make them bigger and bigger. It's a, it is a biohack. It's just not a health biohack. So I think when you put these things together, knowing that bodybuilding or certain steroids, for instance, work really well, biohacking does for health really well, like blue blocking glasses that, that we both use. <laughs> We know they work, which is why we use them. It's not because they just look cool. It's partly that, but, you know, <laughs> um, it's because they really work. They really, really work. And um, when something really works, then it catches on even more so. And I think biohacking with the goal of always fix, not always, but mostly fixing things that don't usually get fixed, um, it's catching on. It's also a funky label, and it's also helping loads of people. That's my, that's my opinion. Yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty in-depth, and I think I agree with all of that, really. What about, like, certain technology which is out there? Do you do you feel that some of them are a bit like, mm, I don't know, seems cool, but I'm really not too sure about that. Have you, have you come across anything like that before? Yeah, it's quite a lot. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone comes out, like, I mean, in the health space, it's obviously an important space right now, especially with uh, COVID times. Um, and there's a lot of innovation going around, but a lot of innovation comes around through a place of trying to get more money. So there's a lot of products out there that they hope that this is going to be the one that makes it big for them. So there is an element of that, but there's also an element of a lot of people that are really trying to help others as well. And I think when those two things overlap, it creates a lot of innovation. Um, <clears throat> but there's also a lot of duds out there as well. Um, I get sent some, I was sent a nootropic last week to check out um, and a supplement and I just took one look at it and you could see that it had been formulated by, well, someone that just didn't know what they were doing. Completely inactive forms of B12 that wouldn't be good for most people. Um, and just like anti-caking agents, e-numbers and all this stuff. And it was supposed to be aimed at biohackers. And I just kind of said to them, look, you know, as much as I would love for you to come to our summit, 
sorry, until you've really done this, 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 and this, then, then no, we, I won't allow it at the summit. So, you know, they kind of <clears throat> took it like a punch on the chin, I guess. But the point is, is do better because we're in it for health, not for profits. You know, profits come second, health comes first. Um, mm. There's also some other technologies that get thrown on my doorstep um, for me to check out. I won't name them, but there's some things that are just interesting, um, good concept, but don't stack up in reality. Um, but there's also some really amazing things like um, flex beam. I'm not sure if you've got one of those, but the red light, the red light belts. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really like that. I mean, that's <clears throat> that's innovation. There's another red light stack, the same as everyone else's, that's manufactured pretty much by the same people um, in the same place. This flex beam have innovated, obviously, the, the red light belt, which you can wear walking around the house, house, or you can have it around your neck. And and I think that's the type of thing that's really taking a technology that's good already and bettering it, just yeah. like Mac did with the laptop versus Windows crap. Um, <laughs> sure to people that are Windows fans, but let's be honest, Macs just work. Um, but I think I think that you know Flexbeam have done that with red light uh, therapy, and I think like people like Mindscopic who are actually exhibiting at the summit because I like them so much. Mm -hmm. You know, they've taken something that's usually um, a nootropic that's not necessarily clean and made it like ridiculously clean with really good, um, even down to the the quality of the capsule and things. So mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I think health health comes first, profit second, but they're both obviously really important. Otherwise, it's not sustainable to keep a brand going. It's good that you filter them out, like, you know, you check them out properly before you decide to have them come to the summit. Because being in the position that you're in, you could allow a great deal there. Like, you know, it, because of the sheer volume, it would look quite impressive. But you're looking beyond that, which is, I which invite, is great. I invite. I mean, we did... A lot of research, I did a lot of research on so my team um, about a year and a half ago on all the brands that I loved. We listed them we down, we wrote to them, we invited them, the ones that are actually incorporated into our lives as a team. Um, and that's how, pretty much how we filled the hall last year with exhibitors. This year, obviously, we've invited the, the exhibitors back that went well last year and then also curated new brands as well. Um, but the 90% of the brands, maybe more, are from invites. Me saying, look, I really want you at the summit. This is why. This is what we found out about your products and, and that I've been using it for a while. So that's really a, a big part of my job is looking for the best speakers on the best topics that we've crafted out topic-wise for the summit, but also the best products and brands to support biohacking or health optimization. Um, you know, I think a lot of conferences just take on any brand. Mm -hmm. uh, and anyone that would pay, but really we're very, very selective because I put my name to each brand there. And, you know, if we were to walk around the house here, um, you would see the brands that I, that I talk about are ones that I actually use every day. Yeah. You know, um, you know they're, they're not product placements. They're just stuff I love. Like Ugly. <laughs> ugly. Okay. Yeah. Does that stand for something? Or no, is it? No? Okay. Uh, it's just it's it's an acronym. sparkling water with natural flavors. So it's actually like, a, you know, it's basically clean carbonated water with um, with a little bit of natural flavoring. Take, take me through your supplement stack. Have you got like your 10 best supplements or 10 supplements that you probably got a ton more, at least 35? Um, yeah, I do. <laughs> um, I think my, my one that I don't ever stop 
is trimethylglycine. That's TMG. Wow, um, I need to note that down. I mean, it's it's down to methylation and it depends on your genetics and knowing your genetics versus mine, dude, you probably don't need it. Oh, uh, right. So I don't need to note it down. <laughs> I was just getting my notes out on my phone. <laughs> what is it exactly? Trimethyl what? Trimethylglycine. So mm -hmm. you would have heard of glycine. It's an amino acid. Um, you get in various amino stacks, trimethylglycine. Mm -hmm. just, it's got three methyl groups. So um, it, for me particularly, well, if you're having a detox day where you're a bit grumpy and moody, I find that if you take trimethylglycine, it helps speed up so many processes that you don't, the, the grumpiness goes. I call it my myriad, uh, man period, um, where I'm, when I, I get it every so often. Um, <laughs> generally when I'm detoxing, like if I tried, you know, uh, something to regulate my liver or if I took some alpha lipoic acid to, to detoxify some, um, some toxins or whatnot, then I might get grumpy in the afternoon. So I take trimethylglycine. But the bigger thing is it's good for energy production for me. And I find that it's the one thing that gets my energy clean and smooth flowing. Um, so that's number one. The second is uh, the amino acid stack from SUPS Nutrition. Um, so that's <clears throat> branch chain and essential aminos, obviously. Um, it's got um, creatine, glutamine, taurine, um, and I think it's acerola cherry as natural flavoring with a little vitamin C. So it's a five in one stack really. And I find for me, um, when I'm traveling, for instance, having an all in one that I just carry around. I mean, I'm only 65 kilos, no, 66 kilos. I've gone up uh, six kilos in the last few months um, and I didn't want to lose that while traveling. So obviously I take the amino stack and then make sure I eat loads as well but i find that that really helps me maintain and keeps me anabolic opposed to catabolic because i'm a hard gainer um so uh, so that's the, the number two um i also like there's a, a product called thorn by thorn um and i think it's um it's a methylation supplement. i'm trying to remember the ultimate methylator i think or something like that and it's got b12 and methylfolate and trimethylglycine it as well there's, there's various other things I have depending, like if I am traveling, I will take vitamin C. And if I feel like I've got a cold coming on, I'll be taking a thousand, vitamin, a thousand milligrams of vitamin C every hour around the clock until it's gone. And that mm. pretty much nails any cough or cold or anything on the head almost immediately. Mm. Um, if I'm not getting out into nature and I'm not getting enough sunlight, which you see I uh, obviously have been this year, yeah. thank God. Um, I would optimize with vitamin D and I take anywhere between three and 10,000 IUs a day. <clears throat> I think I spend, you know, anywhere from three to seven hours a day outside on the grass, working on the laptop or on the beach or wherever I can be out in nature. Um, and I think that I was talking to Dr. McCullough about this a couple of days ago when we were recording and he said that he cited a couple of studies that have recently been done around vitamin D and COVID. And um, he said 96% of the people um, that got hit hardest had the lowest vitamin D below the recommended dose that functional medicine doctors recommend. Um, right. And strangely, 96% of people that didn't get affected pretty much at all by COVID had higher vitamin D than recommended or standard levels. So yeah. optimizing your vitamin D could be, could be the number one thing to ensure that you're not hit too hard. Would you say D2 or D3 matters? D3, yeah. Okay. Um, 
D3 and vitamin K2. I think it's Mark 7, which is NATO sourced or NATO sourced, however you call it. Again, SUPS Nutrition, uh, S-U-P-Z Nutrition. It's a German website, but they also have an English one. It's actually one Dr. Dom's brands. Um, that is clean source vitamin D and um, NATO source vitamin K. So it's lovely if you do need to supplement. Um, for, for darker skin, um, African descent in Northern Hemisphere countries um, actually has the highest rate of prostate cancer. Um, because they're because of the vitamin D levels, because obviously darker skin needs more sunlight um, than pale pale British people like me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> so optimizing vitamin D naturally is ideal. Um, secondary is to supplement D three K two. And you know, if there's one one thing really that I would recommend, it's that ultimately. Mm. But for me, it's more personalized because I do cell intercellular testing to know what I need on a cellular level uh, to be to be healthy these days. Uh, I want to get to the, the testing, actually, different sorts of tests and what you recommend. But I notice you do a lot of grounding. I think I've seen I think I've seen pictures of your feet more than my daughters, in all fairness. <laughs> <laughs> so like, all right, <laughs> it's probably one of the high end of your biohacks. Could you explain why it's so important to you that you yeah. must do grounding. Yeah, sure. Um, so, um, how do I put it? Grounding is one of the most basic ancient biohacks you can do. I mean, our ancestors were biohackers. We just, we lost track of connection to the planet um, for, and nature. Um, so it, the reason why it works so well is when we're standing on grass or soil or in the sea, sea being hyper-connected, when we're grounding, earthing out, so, you know, when you um, buy something for the house and you've got a plug with three, three pins in it, the top one is earthing. And all that does is it's usually a copper wire that runs down outside of the house into the soil. Now, what that does is that um, that's the earth part of it. Now, um, what that does is it gives us when we're standing on the ground a flow of free electrons. Okay. And those free electrons go into the body when you're, when you're touching them um, and they scavenge free radicals. So they literally pair with a free radical to make it a stable, a stable molecule, which is basically reducing inflammation. Um, and it's also um, in very, uh, very basic uh, is the sunlight is positive photon energy. So light is energy. Okay. Mm -hmm. What light we have determines a lot about us. For instance, blue light um, stops us producing melatonin. Red light is very healing and stimulating at the same time, but we still produce melatonin when we're subjected to red light, but we're not to blue. So light is energy, essentially, and that's not woo-woo, that is science, okay? So when we're standing in the sun, we're getting photon energy from the sun, we're getting free electrons from the earth, and we're basically a bio circuit board in between the two. So what it's doing is it's helping us charge up and helping us heal and um, and making us reduce inflammation and whatnot. Okay. So the problem is, is that we didn't evolve with plastic shoes on. We had leather, which leather is conductive and our feet sweat and have lots of nerves in them. So we stay connected to the ground so that they sweat and then we're actually better connected as a result. Um, but now we have rubber shoes. We don't connect with the ground. Most people can't remember the last time they got their shoes off and stood on the grass. When I ask this on stage, you know, I say who's grounded this week or who's taken their shoes off and been out in the garden this week and often one hands come up and it's a follower. 
Um, so, you know, we, we also evolved in a cave sleeping on grass, um, which is connected. So we're getting free electrons, um, which is reducing inflammation. And if you look at on Google and look at the amount of studies done on inflammation or anti-inflammatories over the last 20 years, you'll see it's like I'm plotted on a chart. It's like this, it's insane. Well, that's funny enough. The all, correlation doesn't equal causation, but, um, almost exactly through that period more the use of rubber shoes has increased significantly mm. um so the reason why i ground is for exactly those reasons um i feel a lot better when i do if i'm um, stressed or not anxiety because i don't really get anxious but if stressed or a little bit jittery i will go outside and i'll sit cross-legged on the grass um and i find that it, it sorts me out within a minute or two but i generally do a 30 to 40 minutes minimum a day now with biohacking obviously um it is using technology and technological advancements to reverse the damage that we're doing by having technology around us so for instance if we're wearing rubber shoes we need to earth out so you can buy a an earthing mat which i've got here on my desk and one on the floor that i'm standing on so that's connected to the earthing socket so i'm earthed out while we're doing a podcast even though i'm not in the garden um I've got earthing bed sheets as well. And you can check your body voltage to see that your body voltage comes down when you are earthed out. And if you do live blood analysis to look at red blood cell before grounding and after grounding, you can see that it goes from being clumped together to equidistant, showing mm. that the charge in the body is actually uh, correct now. So the reason why I believe it so much is if we look at ancestral times, we evolved and we've been around for hundreds of millions of years, supposedly on the planet. Our ancestors survived and we made it to this point but we're not as healthy as we've been in the past sure we're living longer <laughs> because there's various drugs to keep us alive and um, resuscitation protocols and, and uh, emergency care is amazing and we're not getting eaten by lions every day or or having tragic uh, things happen like we our ancestors used to but we are living longer more chronically ill and understanding what we're not getting from nature or what we evolved with tells us what we should be doing because we evolved and we survived to this point. For instance, um, ancestors that, um, let me just think of an example, ancestors that didn't have teeth, for instance, didn't get to chew their food and they died off, which is why we all have teeth. Ancestors that didn't sleep um, or, or slept through the day would be eaten by animals because all the animals are alive during the day as well. But the people that slept at night, that obviously worked for a reason because they're repairing and things couldn't eat them during the night because most things are asleep. So therefore that survived. So we were grounding, that's natural. We were getting sunlight, that's natural. We weren't covered up, we weren't covered in sunscreen protecting us from this sun. <laughs> um, and we were swimming in natural water, not filled with chemicals like chlorine and we weren't drinking water that's come from a processing plant that's got no minerals left in it we were drinking from a stream that was mineral rich and those minerals are obviously electrolytes which means our bodies are fueled so as you can see all these things tie in together what mm. would our ancestors have done the only <clears throat> uh, i guess the rub in all of this is that um, our ancestors didn't have pollution like we did like from cars we they didn't have beautiful tiled floors and patios that aren't earthed out. They didn't have, you know, like all the different chemicals around the houses, like the bleaches or antibiotics. So there's an element of 
we've got ourselves through today to a place, but we now need some things to get us out of that mess. Mm. And then final example is blue blocking glasses. We have lots of blue light. I've got one of these beautiful hoops up here for, for when I do uh, interviews and it's very blue. That's telling my body that it's daytime right now. So I'm not producing melatonin. Um, what I use is the technology like you're wearing is the blue blocking glasses, which now I have no blue light going in my eyes, which means that my body now thinks that it's obviously after sunset um, or it is sunset. And therefore I start producing my own melatonin properly, which means I'll sleep better. So this is a case of using technology to reverse technology, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Technology, technology. It's, it's amazing. And I know that you've done quite a lot of so many different tests. It's unreal. Um, so if someone, if somebody, they, they, they kind of understand how their body is. They're like, mm, I know if I eat this type of food, my body doesn't respond very well or it affects my sleep or I end up with a rash. Um, I know that, um, um, I feel irritable if it's, uh, if it's too hot or if it's too cold. So people might have a general understanding about themselves. But if somebody wanted to do some kind of test that can give them some real, real comprehensive, robust information about themselves, which is not, <clears throat> not expensive, mm. you know, people who just want to kind of dip their foot in and they want to know, I don't want to do all of these tests. Like, what is, what is the main three, the main three tests to get me started, to give me some information where I could just be on my way to make some real good conscious decisions? Well, first of all, um, just adding the caveat in here, work with a functional medicine practitioner. Um, if you're going to do tests, because we have governance in the UK that says that if you do have tests, they need to be ordered via a practitioner so that they can determine the results for you. That's just, just putting that caveat in there. Um, there are several that I, that I work with personally and recommend to other people, which I'm happy to let you know for the show notes or whatever. Um, so the test that I, that I do go for generally, is, and it really depends on what people have got going on. My favorite of all is probably um, the Nutra Eval. Uh, that's N-U-T-R-E-V-A-L by Genova Labs. Now, what that does is it looks at the metabolism. Um, so it's metabolomics test, which is intercellular. So it looks at basically, if we, we talk about our cells, obviously our body's made up of lots of them. You look at the cell, you have a cell membrane, which is the outer edge, and then everything that is in the cell. Well, a very simplified way of explaining it, obviously. So what that test does is it looks at what's in the cell that shouldn't be, i.e. is there mercury in there or arsenic or whatever um, and what isn't in there that should be so are you deficient in certain nutrients so it actually looks at the output of the cell and um, <clears throat> also within your depending on your diet you can see with if you're omega oils are balanced um, and obviously what oils you have so for instance if you're having healthy oils like olive oil coconut oil and things like that um, they help make up a healthy cell membrane, which is the outer edge, which means that the right things can flow in or flow out of it. Mm. So NutriVal test basically looks at your, you on a cellular level and says, what are you actually deficient in? And then you can go away and figure out and take which supplements you need to have to get the stuff in the cell 
Um, or if you've got high levels of mercury because you eat a lot of fish or had metal fillings once, you can then figure out the protocol to get the mercury out. So once the mercury comes out, you then have the space to get the stuff in what you need to. So it's very, very basic in and out process um, with a really amazing test. That's my favorite one. And that's awesome. pretty much default for most people that uh, want to get tested in something. The rest of the tests depends on what your goal is. So if people have intolerances or... Um, find that they feel funny after they eat whey protein, for instance, or, you know, they get irritated gut, then I would say that there's the GI effects, uh, comprehensive stool test by Genova as well. Um, and also Omnos, and I'm not sure if you know the guys over at Omnos or not, but they yeah, do. Thomas. A, yeah, Thomas. Yeah. Thomas Olivier is awesome. Um, he, they do, you can order the test through their website at Omnos. Um, and they do a microbiome test similar to the Genova one. Um, and it looks at all the gut bacteria and so you can see what you're high or low in, what you need to add in or what take away, opposed to just taking more and more probiotics and spending loads of money and literally putting it down the toilet. Uh, so <clears throat> um, the other one is um, uh, the organic acids test, which you can also order through Omnos now as well. You can just go to their website and order these. And that tells you if you've got leaky gut or systemic yeasts like candida from overuse of antibiotics and um and any other things like that so that's a really that's a urine test that tells you another part about the gut um and then Ooh. the final one i'm just trying to think that i would recommend there's a actually through omnos as well at the moment there is a test called the dutch test which is a hormone panel and it's you do it through urine and you pee on the little strip three or four times in a day and it looks at your hormones throughout the day to see if your cortisol is at the right level, what your testosterone is, estrogen, and all of these things. So you know that if you're for chronically fatigued, for instance, or if you're finding you're slumping in the afternoon, you'll, you'll know what your hormones are doing, so therefore you can optimize it accordingly. So that, those are the, really the core ones. There are a hell of a lot of other ones like Glycanage, which is one that I like. We're just going to take a short break and return right back. Have you ever considered protecting yourself from EMF? Although we can't see it, hear it, smell it, or taste it, it doesn't neglect the fact that it exists, and the truth is, it affects us all. High-level EMF exposure is known to cause neurological and physiological dangers by disrupting human nerve function. It may also damage DNA disrupt homeostasis, leading to oxidative stress and cancer. Protecting yourself and your loved ones has never been more important. Samovedic can possibly help. The core function of Samovedic is mitigation of EMF and psychosmatic zones. It can perfectly harmonize the body and the environment you live in. It works through precious and semi-precious stones and has been tested and verified by science too. For more information or to get yourself one of these devices, just visit summervedic.com and use coupon code SNIPES10 and get yourself 10% off. That website link again is summervedic.com and use coupon code SNIPES10 and get 10% off. We are now going to return right back to the podcast. Thank you. Recently for check, checking your, met, uh, your metabolic age um, and, um, 
and yeah, loads of others. Yeah, there's there's loads, but those are the those are the main ones that you the said there. Yeah, definitely. So I'm most of them go back through Omnos, uh, through Omnos, um, Omnos, yeah. Omnos, so hormones, um, organic acids test. Um, there's a microbiome, and there was another one you mentioned. Yeah, the intercellular one. In yes. I need yeah. to check that one out. Don't think I've done that one. I tried the hormones one. I kept messing up the test. I don't think Thomas likes me. <laughs> like, no, he's been so kind. But like every time, like I've, I just, because you've got to urinate on it about five times. Yeah. Swear down. You have to do it at certain times. I'm like, I'm not thinking about urinating on this strip. I've got other things going on in my life. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, damn, I messed up again. <laughs> um, and one time, I think um, I got some other fluid on the test. And I was like, can it still work? Like if we just cut a piece of it off? He said, no, you have to discard the whole thing. <laughs> so um, yeah, I was, uh, I, was, I was not happy about that. <laughs> but yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, so um, you mentioned earlier, we've got all this uh, COVID stuff flying about. <laughs> what's, what's your views on, on COVID-19? Do you think it's more complicated um, than the general public understand it to be, or do you think uh, we are overcomplicating it? Um, yeah, what's your thoughts on it as, as a whole? I think actually it's something new and no one knew what the hell was going on, the governments or anyone. They knew that there was a virus out there and it was pretty bad, but they didn't know, they didn't have enough data on what it was actually doing. Now there's <clears throat> a lot more data and they understand a lot more about it. Um, I mean, I think in the UK, they said, no, we're gonna go for herd immunity. We're just gonna let this baby roll out. And then everyone went, no, no, don't do it. That's dangerous, that's irresponsible. So they said, okay, we're gonna lock everyone down. And it's basically because we asked for it. And then everyone goes, no, don't lock us down. We don't, it's like, oh, hang on a minute. Like, what, what do you want here? Like, so the government did, because bearing in mind they're here for the people ultimately, and they need the people to understand that they are doing the best by them to protect the people. Obviously there's always people that don't agree with them and they're never gonna be right for everyone all of the time. They're just doing the best they can, in my opinion. And they had to minimize risk because if they were too um, ballsy and didn't protect the people enough and it ended up wiping out half the British people, then they did the wrong thing. If they locked it down and saved the people to some extent, uh, they knew that they would lose some people through other things. But I think they, you know, they did the best they could with the information that they had at the time. And <clears throat> where we are now is that we do have enough data. Definitely, definitely. Like, there's so many different things going on. Like Sweden, for instance, isn't far different to where we are now. And they didn't really have any lockdown at all. Um, and also, I think things like the vitamin D study that came out last week that Dr. McCullough was telling me about, um, which um, there's quite a lot about it online. So you can verify all of this. But I think looking at people with low vitamin D and uh, better at vitamin D, knowing that some people don't even contract any symptoms at all, which I do know people that were tested positive and had no symptoms at all, and they were the youngest, healthiest people I know, um, and that optimized their health. They, they got it, they didn't show any symptoms. Whereas, for instance, me, um, about a month ago, I stayed with some people that actually had it tested positive the day after I'd seen them. Um, so of course I, I self-isolated for a few days. I got tested. Um, this is when I was abroad and, um, and the whole time I was negative with no antibodies and no virus. And I think what the difference is, is I have 
while I'm not 100% healthy, I'm always working on something, I think, but I do everything I can to minimize the risk and mm. sunshine and grounding and eating very clean, um, having the right digestive enzymes. So I'm getting those nutrients from my food all the time is, is absolutely, you know, my biggest priority in life. So I would hope yeah. that, you know, um, they say that it could be T cell immunity. So basically your body deals with the virus before it actually gets in there. So it's like the first line of defense is pretty strong. And then the second line of defense is obviously the immune system where you build up the antibodies to it. Um, and then your body fights that off. So some people just don't have any fight at all and other people get hit heavy. Um, a lot about it is it down to metabolic health as well and how healthy you eat and how much sugar you have and whether or not you're eating a healthy diet and having the right fats and things. So the data is so big global, like we've never collected data like we are right now globally on mm. this thing. Um, now it's just, I guess, releasing expectations and letting people know that they've been supported. But I mean, I think a lot of people are very happy about vaccines being worked on. It makes them feel, makes them feel really safe and happy. And other people are going, these vaccines, it's just a big conspiracy and everything. But I, I think no one's ever going to be no one's ever going to make everyone happy. And while I'm not a pro or against vaxa, vaccine vaccinations, um, I know that some historically have been great. I don't think all currently are great, um, but I do think that they have served their purpose at some points. But I also think that there's industry as well. And, you know, if you owned a pharmaceutical company um, and you had resources to try and help the world situation and make a profit at the same time, would you want to jump in? You probably would let's be honest i mean you know you make 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 a few bucks and also try and be the brand that saves the world of course like you know they're just trying to do the best they can and make money at the same time so i think that the other mindset is people saying well we should be talking about metabolic flexibility and metabolic health and vitamin d and nature and all these things and there seems to be two two camps and neither agree with each other and i just think well let's look at this realistically what what do we do to help the world get back to where it should be, not necessarily the same place, um, where everyone's a bit more mindful about their health and understanding what they put in their body determines how worried they have to be if there's ever another pandemic. That's, that's my opinion on where we yeah. are. It's quite interesting. It does make me think those that do get hit hard, it kind of shines the light on these individuals to show their immune system, really. I've uh, listened to a few podcasts where they've mentioned that this whole lockdown process is causing a lot of people to become more sick and more uh, susceptible to, you know, COVID-19 or even just <laughs> a general sickness. Um, would you say lockdown would have increased it, uh, the chances of getting COVID-19? Or do you think um, if it didn't happen, it the process still would have been pretty fast in people contracting it. What I would say is that washing your hands with antibacterial stuff all day, every day, covering your face up. We, we were designed with a mouth and a nose, a nose to breathe, a mouth to eat and kiss and whatnot. Yeah. We weren't, we weren't designed with something over our nose. We didn't evolve with something over our nose where we're rebreathing in our carbon dioxide when we, I've heard through medical friends that people that have been wearing face masks are actually starting to get eye infections from the bacteria in their nose and cause it because it's been up like this. And so we're not getting as good air quality. We're proving our own carbon dioxide um, and we're using antibacterial hand wash 
which bacteria are actually, we are bacteria, we're absolutely stuffed with them. Um, and killing that off isn't necessarily good for immunity. And I think a really interesting study would be to look at the homeless guys on the streets in London to see how they were during COVID, because they were probably the most exposed to the elements, the most exposed to bacteria and viruses. And yet, have we heard anything about the homeless people dying? Mm, I don't think we have. And they're not using any soap, any cleansing <laughs> stuff. They're just not. And yet they've probably got the best immune systems out of everyone as a result of just eating all this crap and picking fag butts off of the street and smoking them, as I always seem to see them do. But the point is, is that I'm not being disrespectful to them. I'm just saying that they probably got really strong immune systems, whereas the people that are being caged up in their apartment on the 15th floor with no access to a garden or sun, not allowed to go outside and get good clean energy from the sun or any of the free electrons from the earth and no exercise other than moving around the house or, or screaming at their partner and, and, and hiding in another room or whatever they do. You know, it's been, it's, that's not, that can't be good for health because we didn't evolve in a, a house. We just didn't, we evolved yeah. all, of the, all of the elements. So I think if you put someone in their natural environment outside, then they would be much better. If they didn't use antibacterial stuff, they would be much better. But using soap and things like that, I think is fine. So I think we're not doing ourselves a favor, but uh, Anthony, is it Fauci? Fauci said this week mm -hmm. that he uses vitamin C um, and several other big doctors are saying that, you know, you need to use uh, sunlight and grounding and fresh air and, you know, um, vitamin C and vitamin D and all these things that we've been talking about all year and it's just starting to come out now. So there is good behind this whole situation in some respect. I just think that people need to respect that nature comes first, medicine comes second when nature doesn't work. Not mm. medicine first, nature second, because that's just not how we evolved. Yeah, yeah. So do you feel that one one would have been faster co contracting than another? Do you think it would have spread fast one way or another, like the way it is now? Do you think it has caused more uh, like compromised immune systems um, and, you know, made us more uh, easier to contract it than, though, than if we hadn't had the lockdown? Uh, that's a that's a tough one. I think that if mm. it's more, it's easier to get it now if they've been inside the whole time and they've not been uh, optimizing their health properly and they've just been eating, smoking, drinking, carrying on as normal, but at home with no natural light or anything. Mm. Um, and they're definitely in a worse place. And I think this has been a big thing that's documented and talked about quite a lot, not necessarily in the traditional media, um, but. Um, so I think, yeah, some people are in the worst place, but a lot of people are in a much better place because they've got a garden, they've been out in it, they've not necessarily had to work, they've been paid to not work. Um, they've had time with their children and their loved one and all these things, and they've had a lot more time in one place than they usually have. They haven't had these day-to-day -day meetings. They've had Zoom calls that last 20 minutes and says having to travel for two hours for a half an hour meeting, you know. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine uh, in, in Dallas, Sean Wells, actually, he spends most of the year traveling, never stays in one place for more than five minutes. And yet during lockdown, he was home pretty much the whole time. And, you know, it gave him a reset, a breather to really chill out. So I think it's been good for him. There's been a lot of good that's come out of it. There's been a lot of events and summits and courses and all this stuff that's, that's happened as a result. So I do think there is some good, a lot of good that's come from it. Um, but some immune systems have suffered and some have definitely done better for it. Okay, cool, cool. You were in uh, Germany, beautiful Germany, seeing um, 
What's his name? Dr. Dome. Yeah, yeah. Love that guy, man. Love his energy. Um, we had a great podcast where he was telling me lots of stuff. What was, it, what was his book that he uh, released? What's it called? It's All In Your Mouth. It's All In Your Mouth. It sounds said. like, huh? That's what she said. So, yeah, do you know what I was thinking? It sounds like an adult movie. But anyway, moving yeah. on. Um, <laughs> he's, Ger he's German and it's translated from German. <laughs> I would, I would have gone with health starts in your mouth in the UK, um, but in German it seems to translate well. But, but us, us English are dirtbags when it comes to our, our filthy humour, so we, we make a rude joke of everything. Absolutely. So uh, you went there and you got some, um, some dental work done, didn't you? Yeah, um, yeah, I've been back several times actually for some. Exactly, you'd been back several times. So obviously oral health to you is very important. Yeah. I can't wear these things. I just no, why not? It's, a... <laughs> it's cool, man. It's and cool. Yeah, I think I'm going to leave the blue blockers off for the meantime. All right. Uh, that's going to be an amazing screenshot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I went over for, so I, I had a cyst. So when I had a scan about a year ago, I'd had some sinus issues. I had a post nasal drip um, and I've had a few dental issues going on for a few years. I've seen specialists in the UK, they, max fax surgeons and ENTs and all these things, and they couldn't find anything wrong. Um, and um, one of them said, oh, you've got a cyst on both sides in your sinuses. So when I saw Dom and he, he saw my scan, he's like, yeah, you've got, um, he's got, you've got a tooth here that's got basically a cyst on the top of it. That's why. When we take that cyst out, when we take the tooth out, that means that the sinus lining won't have a cyst in there anymore. And what we do is we put a ceramic implant straight in. So um, instead of having a gap there um, and letting the bone, like if you have a root canal tooth or um, a tooth taken out, then if you take the tooth away, then the bone would shrink back. It won't grow into the socket. Whereas if you then plug the socket where the tooth comes out of, the bone, the, the ceramic implant will osteo-integrate, meaning the bone will grow around it. So you then can have a crown put on it so you don't have to lose a tooth. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, the, the, the biological dentistry way is health starts in your mouth, which is what Dom's book's all about. Um, and it's understanding that, you know, that, what goes in here really determines the rest of it. And if you've got, for instance, a bacteria imbalance in your mouth, um, that will filter down to the gut. So you'll have bad gut health. If mm. you've got health, unhealthy gums, you've had a cavity, you've got a root canal treated tooth or metal fillings or something or other that's going to interfere with the bacteria in your mouth and everything else that goes in the body. So it's about removing those blockages. I, if you've got, um, or interferences, moving the mercury fillings, which are metal, which um, are not good in my opinion. Um, if you've got root canal treated teeth, a lot of the time people have got chronic health issues as a result because it's a low grade infection in there, not in every case. And I understand root canal treated teeth have its place to stop pain, but it shouldn't be there forever because it's a dead organ. So a lot of people that have got um, you know, chronic health issues have also had a lot of dentistry work. I think that's because there's a lot of nerves that's connected to the body. They're electrical circuits almost, but actually they are. Um, and if you've got something interfering there, then it can give you headaches or sinus issues and all these things. Mm. So I went to Dom. I mean, he's a very, very dear friend of mine. He's almost, you know, as close as a brother would be um, to me. I love him to bits and we work very closely on many things. Um, and I think, not only is he an awesome guy and an awesome dad to his kids, he's 
a naturopathic doctor, he's a biological dentist, a surgeon, uh, a bodybuilder, a nutritionist, um, a product formulator, a skateboarder, <laughs> all these things. <laughs> point is, is that <clears throat> he, was, he started dentistry many years ago and he was just like, something's not right here where I'm just fixing bites, but I'm seeing similarities in patients. Um, I really want to help them fix their health. And then he understood the differences between oral health and gut health and then how they all come together. So that's where his book is, uh, Health Starts in Your Mouth or It's All in Your Mouth. Um, and um, yeah, how to help with chronic health. Mm. he's helped me on that journey actually we've been in that together we're documenting it very closely it's part of my part of my big part of my journey actually yeah did you find that you felt did you feel better mm -hmm. like i don't know mentally or physically after all these treatments you had well yes i mean the i had seven metal fillings once upon a time wow. which have come out over the years now the expression mad as a hatter comes from people that used to make hats back in the back in the day and they used to use mercury in the lining now mercury is known to be a neurotoxin and extremely the second most toxic substance known to man that's natural um and yet and if you break a thermometer in a school the school's evacuated if it's got mercury in it um, and yet we have metal with mercury in it in our mouths now that mercury can and it's controversial in the medical world and it but it's been widely accepted in other countries like germany for instance that it should not have anything in the body it should not be in the body and that pregnant mums should definitely not have metal fillings so if it can be dangerous to a, a baby growing can it be dangerous to people now mercury does stop certain enzymatic reactions from happening it does kill certain bacteria as well um, so it shouldn't really be in the mouth and even if it doesn't do anything bad would you want to risk that it could do something bad? And if you've got chronic health issues, why wouldn't you get rid of it if you're not sure? Now, what I do know is I started getting ill three years after I had metal fillings in my mouth and I had a whole load of dentistry work and train tracks, which have various different metals in it as well. And that's when my health started deteriorating. Mm. Um, so, so that's one piece of it. Um, I really do believe that the metal filling side of things is bad very bad and it was definitely for me especially when you have certain genetic um, variations I've, I've got several gene uh, mutations from my dna test that shows that i need to be careful with detoxification of things like metals so yeah that's that's the importance of it really really important oh cool it was yourself who told me about the uh, amalgam fillings that i had in my mouth mm. uh, a while ago but yeah that's all sorted i have none there anymore so it's all gone and I have beautiful teeth now. <laughs> yeah, you're superhuman as well, dude. I don't think you've got the genetic variation I have. It didn't seem to affect you very much. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I do have the APOE4 gene, so um, I think it's kicking in already. I'm, for <laughs> I'm forgetting shit. I, I don't know, man. Um, but yeah, anyway, you put on a really amazing summit. Um, what year were you? Uh, last year, see what I mean? <laughs> Alzheimer's kicking in. Um, <laughs> It was amazing. It was really good. And um, so what's, what's your plans for the next one, 2021, for the Health Optimization Summit? Well, we were going to have it in September, um, actually last weekend. But um, because of COVID, I took a call a few months ago to delay it until the end of January, just to be responsible. Um, so yeah, it's currently planned for 30th and 31st of, September, uh, 30th and 31st of January, 2021. Um, and um, we're full steam ahead with that. 
if there are government lockdowns or if it's irresponsible to have it then then we will revisit that um but at the moment you know the uncertainty is is very tough to work with we have to build towards a set of goalposts and that's what we're doing um the lineup is literally insane i can't like year one was so big for a year one event that pretty much all the speakers were very very happy to either come back or the new ones had heard you know how good of an event it was in year one such as dr makoda when i emailed him and said oh it went well he said yes tim i've heard <laughs> yes, tim, i've heard i'd love to you know i'd love to speak year two so um so i'm very very flattered because he you know dr makoda um i've read pretty much every one of his emails newsletters every day for the last 10 years he was the first integrated or functional or alternative thinking doctor that i found five years before Dave Asprey even so to get to get to know him and um, have him speaking in London and uh, chatting with him about stuff and doing podcasts with him a few days ago as well it's been like a dream come true yeah. so yeah we've got um, Dr. McCullough we've got Dave Asprey the bulletproof uh, coffee guy uh, and the, the, the father of biohacking um, we've got Vision from Mind Valley as well um if you know of mind valley yeah yeah mind valley yeah he's he normally has like a ton of uh, guests on his podcast yeah. as well um we've got max lugavir who is also um genius um, life genius food yeah we've got dr sachin panda who is the guy that wrote um the doctor that wrote the circadian, circadian. amazing book one of my favorites uh we've got dr jolene brighton uh, who is all about female optimization and hormones uh, we've got Amy Killen, who I know has been on your show a little while ago. Um, speaking again, I love Amy to bits. Um, Paul Saladino, who is the carnivore code, the, the doctor that wrote that book. Awesome. Uh, Clint Ober, who's the father of the grounding movement, really. Dr. Dom. Um, Luke Story is coming back again. We've got Patrick McGowan, who is the uh, guy behind the, the breathwork, the beauty clinic and wrote the book, the oxygen advantage. Mm. Um, and Mike Matthews actually from bigger, leaner, stronger. If you, if you know, Mike or know, yeah, he wrote the book bigger, leaner, stronger and fitter, leaner, stronger for women. Um, he's got a couple of brands out there and he's, he's a great guy actually. Um, I read his book all about different protein types and how to do uh, minimum effective dose weightlifting, which I did about five or six years ago. I obviously stopped. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I recently started again. But no, um, so Mike Matthews is speaking. He's a great guy. And um, I'm hoping Chris Gethin will make it as well, actually. Mm -hmm. What, really. to do a talk or just to... to do a talk or a panel, yeah. I mean, I, I love Chris. He really does walk the walk. He lives it. Um, massive respect. Yeah. Um, got plus others, obviously, as well. Um, yeah. Um, trying to think of anyone else that's coming along but yeah the lineup is just pretty much world class if you're in the health space you, you know everyone knows every one of these names and it's very unusual for them to be in the same place at the same time let alone in london so yeah yeah what about the uh, exhibitors what, what sort of companies you got there uh, yeah so <clears throat> we've got a slightly bigger exhibitor hall this year i think we've got about 60 um so we've got um the guys from carol ai again mm. uh, the uh, minimum effective dose uh, artificial intelligent exercise bike. We've got hunter gatherer who are you know obviously like um, 
like avocado mayo, for instance, um, and collagen peptides and things like that. We've got the Flex Beam guys uh, with the red light therapy coming. We've got a company called Conscious Spaces who look at your house and optimize it for bio, basically biohack your house. So you have uh, better lighting, grounding throughout the house, um, EMF protection and things like that. We've got a biological dentist, so we've got the NDU clinic uh, who are on Harley Street there exhibiting as well. We've got what, is, what, what are they going to do there? So, no, they're talking about biological dentistry. So Dr. Don will obviously be doing a talk about biological dentistry, and then they are the London-based biological dentist. Uh, guys that I know, they're great. Dr. Goran over there. Is I'm just questioning, like... What will they be doing? Like checking people's mouths? What? Just... No, 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 no. They can't have a thing. I mean, what what we will be doing is sending out an office so people can go and get scans beforehand, um, right. and, and then they will know a bit more on the day um, about what their protocols could be. Um, but really, it's just more to spread word about biological dentistry and for awareness around their clinic in London. Because one of the most asked asked questions I have actually. Um, from my Instagram is like, which um, biological dentist do you recommend in London? Um, or the other right. one, you know, like what is biohacking or how do you make bulletproof coffee and my other popular questions. Um, so yes, yeah, so we've also got Harpal Clinic as well, who are based over in St. Paul's. They'll be doing IV therapy and vitamin D, um, vitamin D tests as well, instant vitamin D. So you can check your vitamin D levels. Um, and then get a vitamin D shot if you need as well, which is great, obviously, around COVID times. Um, <laughs> something we planned way before that, actually. Um, and you can go and get vitamin C IV and things like that. Um, we've got Sensate, who are the uh, meditation device. I think you've got one as well. Um, mm -hmm. Love those guys. Brilliant. Amazing. Uh, yeah, obviously, Aura Ring guys are coming. We've got Bio Optimizers, who are my favorite digestive supplements. Omnos are going to be there. Um, we've even got um, a company called Bizu who are uh, like a little urine analyzer so you can have a look to see what's going on in your body um, via your urine to see what you're excreting so that's a new biohack so I think it's very very cool okay um, <laughs> um, yeah they haven't released it yet it's due to come out very soon and then <clears throat> we've got a couple of DNA de testing companies actually one we've got a nootropics brand Mindscopic uh, who I spoke about earlier and then Body Bio as well um, Body Bio are um, they sell the right supplements to sort about the, the cell membrane that I was talking about earlier on to make sure that the cell membrane is nice uh, and mm. work correctly. Uh, so they do uh, phospholipids and they do uh, sodium butyrate and things like that, which also helps with the gut. So yeah, they're gut optimizing as well. So yeah, it's really, I mean, there's yeah, a lot more than that, obviously. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You said about six. Very well-rounded set of brands. What about uh, PEMF? Anything like that going to be there? Um, we had um, Pulse Pemp last year. Okay. Um, I don't know um, if they signed up yet or if they're going to, but mm. um, yeah, I know we've been in discussions with a couple of the Pemp brands. Pulse is obviously my favourite. Um, right. And um, I think there's I think there's only one unit in the country at the moment for Pemp. But oh right, really? Yeah, yeah. There's so, New Med. Well, do you know New Med? No, I haven't heard of those guys. You know them, do? You? Yeah, I guess I've spoken to them a few times. I got the, I got one of their devices right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, feel feel free to do an intro, and I'd love to check them out because, um, yeah, we haven't got one signed up yet, and I, I don't know where they are at the moment. But yeah, we could uh, we could have a chat with them maybe. Yeah, it was uh, Pete who introduced me. Um, I don't even know his surname. Pete, uh, I had him on the podcast as well. Hmm. 
Pete. Mm, I think he's known as P-E-M-F-P on, on oh, Instagram. Yeah, 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 I know Pete. Yeah, I know Pete very well. Oh, yeah, that's a, fair, that's a great shout. Yeah, Pete's a lovely guy, actually. He's um, amazing. Ex-exec for one of the big motor companies flying around the world pretty much all day, every day. And uh, pretty much like me, he had enough of it and decided to make a change. Yeah, I love Pete. He's an awesome guy. Such an amazing guy. He, I mean, he introduced me to it. And, you know, after he told me his story, I was sold. I was like, I need to get this. I wanted to get a super cheap device. But then after they just was telling me about how amazing this one is, I was upsold, you know. <laughs> I was like, all right. Um, but, yeah, one final question. I just want to ask you, what does biohacking mean to you? it means to think outside of the box and to optimize your health not listening to any one mindset because everyone has their own opinion it's about having a health issue and figuring out the best fix for you whether or not that might be the best fix for someone else so it's yeah i mean the definition of biohacking is the art and science of optimizing your health using the environment inside of you and outside of you. That's Dave's definition, Dave Asprey's. Um, and I think really is, uh, um, it's freedom to optimize your health, listening to all the data from all the different people around and then deciding the right path, path to go down, whether that's health or performance. Um, yeah, giving you more flexibility than listening to a doctor that can't actually tell you everything because he can only prescribe drugs or surgery, not necessarily pres prescribe this supplement or um, tell you to go and stand on the grass because his colleagues were call him an idiot. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, so I, th I think it's just freedom, freedom to be able to optimize your health and, and live a healthier, happier, better life uh, with better relationships as a result. Sounds fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much covers it. Thanks a lot, Tim, the man. <laughs> Tim Biohacker, Tim Gray. So, bruv, we need to get that training session in, man. Every time <laughs> I speak to you about it, you keep ducking out and hiding and flying out the country. That's the real reason you're traveling, isn't it? To just keep away from me, right? <laughs> keep away from you, mate. I tell you, man. It's been challenging. If I, it probably would have been less, less working out if I'd been in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt we got to make it happen but look tim thank you very much um yeah any anything you want to say as a final message or are we good yeah i mean uh yeah check out the summit um sign up to our newsletter um which is uh, healthoptimization.com and follow me on instagram which is tim biohacker that's where i share out all the the biohacks and things that i'm learning along the way um yeah, it's growing pretty quickly at the moment, which is which is great. I know, you're flying, bro. You're flying. You're flying. Like, your content is amazing. So, guys, make sure you follow Tim. I'll be writing all his details in the show notes. So, check him out for sure. All right, Tim. Put on those uh, blue light blockers, bro. We're going to be off, off camera, so you can put them on. <laughs> get ready to get some rest. All right, sweet. We'll catch up soon, brother. Cheers, dude. Take care. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. Any guests which I have on the show really provide some golden nuggets and useful life-changing tips. So always feel free to check out their social media platforms or website links, which will be written in the show notes. These shows are financed by my sponsors, so your contributions are always greatly appreciated. Any clickable links with discount codes will not only provide you with the best services, 
but will help out the podcast too. So thank you. If you do like the Roger Snipe Show podcasts, then why not give it a review? A five star would be awesome. But some great feedback on what you liked about the show or what you would have liked to hear would be helpful too. Until next time.